guys, it is Tristan with Nerdette's Newsstand, and we are going to talk today about DC Comics Superman. Now, a little bit about Clark Kent, but what I want to focus on is Jonathan. We have a brand new Superman after the events of Seneca LL3 and Action Comics 1035. And what exactly does this mean for the future of that title? Now, we saw a lot within Action Comics about this Genesis fragment and Clark basically saying, it's mine. Sorry, guys. It's mine. I get to decide all by myself. You don't have any say. And actually, the writer, Philip Kennedy Johnson, has gone back to... The version of Aquaman that is a rude king, except for he's not even a king anymore because the monarch has been disposed of. So I'm not exactly sure where Philip Kennedy Johnson is going with this. And I I know I've been very clear about my disagreements with Philip Kennedy Johnson, but I can also be objective about his run. And I will say it is much better than what we got from the likes of Brian Michael Bendis. But since we already know what is going to happen by the likes of Future State, we already know what is set in motion. Yes, there is some divergence, but if you're telling me a story leading up to an event I already know, you better make the journey worth it. And I'm not talking in this instance, maybe just about Superman. I'm also talking a little bit about Fear State. But even so, we're going to keep the focus on the new Superman. So we know what happens on War World. We know where this leads to. Make the journey worth my money. But you haven't. You actually haven't. I would say a lot of these issues are worth skipping. Now, I will give Tom Taylor credit. Even though I don't agree necessarily with his take on Jonathan, he has made it clear that Jonathan is very different than his father. We've seen him hug it out to in the first issue to solve the problem, right? We also saw in the second issue... A big issue with immigration. Now, Henry Henry Bendix did want those immigrants back, but are we to believe that 400 people nearly are completely innocent otherwise? Jonathan Kemp might. Now, another issue I have with issue three is the fact that we are seeing Jonathan named as Superman. And he does have a special friend. I know people are asking about this. There is no at least in my mind, where I know most people disagree that I saw, you know, Connor Kent and Tim Drake as a coded version of bisexuality. I don't see that near as much in Jonathan, but I definitely see it in his friend. So I'm curious to see how that section of it's going to go. Nothing is obviously confirmed. Nothing is even leading that way. What we are dealing with is a man from Australia, talking about Tom Taylor, trying to write a comic that is centered in middle America, right? 
and trying to realize that American politics are quite different and that's okay. Everything's allowed to be a little different. But if you're unfamiliar with the lived experience of being American, then I feel like it is maybe something you should do a great deal of research to put into a character. A lot is being left out, in my opinion, when it comes to stuff like Mon Paquette, how they raised Clark. The fact that it is centering in a great deal around Clark being an immigrant and having him specifically say, this isn't my planet, is absolute garbage. But as far as Jonathan goes, it does look like his father wants him to stay out completely out of the Justice League, wants him to have nothing to do with it. And that's understandable. Now, whether or not we will see Jonathan in the Justice League is is probably up for debate, depending on who takes over that Justice League title when Bendis goes to Batman. What the fuck is he doing? What the fuck are you doing? Seriously, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Seriously, what the fuck are you doing? How many of you did I just make furious? Let me know in the comments below. But... Um, with all of this centering around Jonathan, I'm not sure exactly what to expect with his father off planet. And it's very likely from what we've learned from Jonathan throughout the Bendis run and now into Philip Kennedy Johnson's run. It is likely that Clark will be killed. Clark will not return. So if he does not return, where does that lead us? Oh, wait, none of that matters because we're going into a crisis in the next year or so. Right. So could Clark's death possibly be that trigger for the crisis event? Or could it just be a way, a cheap way of bringing Clark back and testing out the waters of Jonathan? And it definitely feels like, in my opinion, that they are trying to make Jonathan a very Gen Z type appeal and maybe that's working for some people i do like what jonathan stands for i'm not trying to debate that at all i'm trying to say that that doesn't work a lot of time in comics you can't solve poverty when you have people like mr terrific or batman who could have solved it long ago you can't solve homelessness when mr terrific could have made something to solve homelessness now you can include that in your story. And I think Tom Taylor did a great job of making a tent city in his Nightwing run and, you know, having Heartless kind of go around and pull everyone's heart out, right? Uh, not, not, not exactly too crazy on the name because it's right on the nose, but it worked for that situation. You can, you can dip your toes. You can absolutely dip your toes in those type things. Look at Poison Ivy. She is an eco-terrorist. She cares about, you know, environmental things, envir uh, climate change, that kind of stuff. You can dip your toes into that. But at the end of the day, you need to be careful with how far you go because then it starts to not make sense in a fantasy world. It's not set in real America. It's 
a fantasy world. You have to be very careful with all of that, right? So I find it interesting. I want to take a look real quick here. Now, this is Action Comics 1035. I was going to say 1037. 1035. And we are seeing um, this this woman who always looked up to Superman and she ends up, you know, putting her bets on him. Um, and, and, you know, he ends up like getting transported for a second to see Mongol. Okay. So what I want to show you, though, is the Justice League section of this where they kick him out for not listening and being kind of a dictator in this situation where he decided that the Genesis fragment was dangerous and he decided alone. There was no talk with the UN. There was no talk with the Justice League. He made an absolute decision. And again, that's not something Superman would do. Even if it was a small conversation with Bruce or Arthur or Diana, he wouldn't make this even Lois. Come on now. Like you have to realize that that's not that's not a Superman trait. So we see him disappear and he says, I'll always come back. Right. He's saying, you know, I was aged up. This is where you disappear. Why are you going? Oh, because I reasons because we need to further the plot when it comes to getting you off planet so we can have a new mantle. And I don't mind mantle changes, right? I've been open about that, and I, I may still like this one a little bit more. But as of right now, I feel like the writing is lacking. What they've done to Clark as far as making him seem like a, a, a real alien, right? Like he was never born in America. I do love this, though. So. Oh, it's so freaking cute in her socks and everything. Absolutely love this. But we'll have to kind of wait and see. But the big news, the big news is the fact that we officially, officially have a new Superman. Yep, that mantle is Jonathan. Let me know, of course, what you guys think. And I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>